What's good, Portland? This is your host, Ro Zapanta, and this is my co-host, the glorious, the notorious, Tim Johnson. What's up, Portland? And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, the city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. We are a show with no rules, just a couple of friends who so happen to love Portland basketball. Tim Johnson, how you living, my friend? I am doing so great right now. Yo. I'm having probably the best week. Yes. Of my yes. Blazer fandom. Yes. 100%. <laughs> and you know what else is amazing? It feels good to be back. Oh, it feels so good. Season two. Season Coming at you. two of the Busted Bucket Podcast. And you know what? It's been fun just like interacting with fans over the internet, hearing the feedback from all you guys. Um, we appreciate all of the love. And we're here to talk more Portland basketball because it's been exciting. Yes, sir. The free agent signings, we're just handing oh them out. You get a contract. You get a contract. Go. You get a contract. We all get contracts. <laughs> we all get contracts. And you know what? Let's start. Let's start with a trade that we made with Houston for the 16th Mm -hmm. pick, Trevor Ariza, and a 21 protected first round pick. And who do we get? Rocco. Robert Covington. Man, if you would have thought that we had a big void anywhere, it'd probably be at the wing. Perimeter defense. Yes. Yes, Tim, what do you 100%. think of the signing? I think it's phenomenal. I think, look, I think that any way you look at it, Portland's always going to have to overpay for what they get, right? But the thing True. is, I don't think we really overpaid to get Covington to the team. Right. And 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 to all, all of those, oh, excuse me, <laughs> to everyone out there who thinks that giving up draft picks is a bad thing, you're not gonna help dame who is in his prime right now who has probably a two or three year window in that prime still you're not gonna help him out with draft picks right draft picks are outside of the top three four five picks you're not getting anyone that's gonna make a difference i 100 percent agree and give giving up giving up the 16th was it was 16 right the 16th pick plus a protected first round pick next season and Trevor Ariza who really didn't play that much for us this past season uh-huh he's old I yeah and he's old I think it was a steal man I think I think that was one of the best moves of all of free agency so far the thing is when when you have a team that has people in their prime like Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum you go after it oh sorry and Nurkic right yeah I was gonna say don't forget don't forget the big guy so you you go for it and you go for sure things and we know exactly what we're getting from robert covington you don't know what you're getting at the 16th pick you don't right. know what you're getting with a with the first round pick in 2021 right um, and, and Rocco is a proven elite defender not just a good defender he is an elite defender he can shoot the three yeah he's gonna disrupt the the opposing team's offense He's going to he's going to give us everything we needed last season, the season before, the season before. Yep. He's he's everything that Portland needed. I agree. I agree, man. And um 
And then Olshay goes out there, starts messing around, and brings in Ennis Cantor. Yeah. Are you kidding me? On a three-way The guy who deal. already knows our system. Mm-hmm. We've seen what he can do when the team has injuries, and we don't have another backup. We don't have any other options. Cantor will put it all on the line to make sure that we have a, a, a chance in the in the playoffs when the, when the games really matter. I think I think I think that is one of the the best moves Olshay has done. Actually, I think it's pretty sneaky because the team loves Cantor. Um, mm-hmm. We showed it the last time he was there, and like he has a certain grit that you want from your bench players, like. What do they call it? Like unnecessary confidence or unearned confidence? That's the kind of guy (laughs) that you want on the bench who thinks that he's a starter. And that's definitely Enos Cantor. And the sneaky part of this is that in this three-way deal, you ship away Mario Hezonia. Thank the good Lord. That fool was unplayable. On any team? Yes. Legitimately unplayable, unplayable in the playoffs. So yes. you trade away that. <laughs> Not just in the playoffs. He's unplayable in the regular season. <laughs> this guy is Come terrible. <laughs> no, I'm I'm 100% honest with you right now. My, The stats will prove it. This guy is awful. Yeah. Why is he in the NBA? <laughs> Maybe that's a little Get harsh. your money, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's cool, Hazonia. Get your money. Someone thinks you're worth it. I don't know. You know what, though? He's probably a really nice guy. Bless he probably is. He probably is. But again... Olshay goes out there, he messes around, and he signs Mello back to the Blazers. Good move. Vet minimum, right? Minimum contract. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Minimum. I'm for it, man. I'm so for this. So let's... Uh, let's and and, and, and yeah. to top that off, he signs Rodney Hood. Yes. Well, let me let me get with Mello real quick. Let me, let me talk okay, about okay, Mello okay. a little bit. Do you think... Mello had other opportunities to go elsewhere. You know, it's hard to say, but I mean, I was thinking about this recently too, and I think he probably could have garnered five, seven million on another team. I mean, right. it, it sounds like the Knicks were were probably uh, interested, but the fact that he chose to stay here, I mean. That's got to say something, right? Like, this guy could have gotten more money. I and mean, granted, he's made plenty in his career. Yes. But to head back to New York, obviously a basketball mecca, um, and retire a Nick, that would be kind of neat, right? But yeah. the fact that he stayed here, to me, that means we have a legitimate, or at least he thinks we have a legitimate shot at doing something this season. Yeah. It, Especially with all these moves that we've done, uh, it makes me wonder if he's just chasing that that elusive title. Yeah, that, it makes me wonder that too. And I think it we kind of showed him what his role can be, like in our mm-hmm. system, and he's comfortable with that. And he's gonna get like his shots, man, because he has earned it on our squad. Oh yeah. And like I know that we're getting like deeper in the forward position, like with our especially with like our next few signings that we're going to talk about but mm-hmm. i think Mello still finds minutes and i think he knows that and you know he likes the locker room like lillard oh, yeah. and cj have well, wanted him they've wanted him for a long right. time it, yep and the thing is he's gonna provide that that vet in the locker room that that presence in the locker room that's gonna 
you know, keep things focused, keep things on track. Right. You know, we all know Dame's a great leader, but the fact that you have, I mean, you have a legend in the locker room. I mean, uh, probably a Hall of Famer. Yeah, definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, and the fact that you have that guy in the locker room to back up everything that Dame's saying, everything CJ's saying. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. these these young guys like like uh, this other free agent we got, Derek Jones Jr., slam dunk champ. Oh man, the guy is super raw, su- still super young. Yeah. I think that's what the best part he, about him is: is that the sky's still the limit for him. Right, and you know, I I haven't seen a whole lot of him uh, playing, but you know, from what it s- sounds like, he's got hops, he's aggressive, he's coachable. Um, you know, it, it seems like he's probably going to be a pretty good fit here in Portland. I just don't know if he's got a shot. I don't know if he has a jumper or not. Yeah, you just hope that something develops from him. But like I've said before, you can't have enough forwards. And to go on with that, we get back Rodney Hood, who first opts out of his yep. contract. Um, mm-hmm. He opts out of, I think, a $6 million player option or something like that. And then he signs a two-year, $21 million contract, which is a great deal for him. And, you know, we like to take care of our own. If you want to stay, we try to pay you appropriately. And um, Olshay kind of shows that with <laughs> these days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think that's a great pickup. I think Rodney Hood is is part of the heart and soul of this team. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think defensively, he's great. I think we know what he can do offensively. We, I mean, we've seen that. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't think people talk enough about him and his ball handling and, and distributing i mean he can do that too he's he's one of those tweeners that can kind of do a little bit of everything kind of like uh kind of like a better evan turner yeah i you know i'm with the signing at first i was kind of looking at it sideways the more that i think about it i think i've kind of talked into or talked myself into liking um the signing the thing that mm-hmm. like I'm worried about. You had to talk yourself into this, into liking this sign. You're nuts. No, dude. I mean I understand okay. he's coming off an Achilles injury, well, but dude, that's a huge injury, man. Achilles it is a huge it injury, is. and you sign him for two years, sure. twenty-one million. I don't know the intimate but, details of that contract. But look what Wes Matthews has done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And you're you're hoping that he could be somewhat like a Wes Matthews, right? And and okay. maybe maybe Olshay is hoping that. You know the the maybe he's learned from his mistake in the past by not re-signing West, but you know maybe mm, he thinks I see. You know Rodney Hood will have the same kind of turnaround from this injury. So I mean, who knows? All I know is that I'm excited about the signing. Yeah, I mean, just as a just to compare and contrast, Mo mm-hmm. Harkless got a I got a got a contract. For three point six million dollars, and you just hope the difference between two year twenty one million dollars and three point six million dollars, which one is better? One's healthy, one's not. Look, I'm not a Mo hater, yeah. but I I don't think we need him. We don't we don't need him. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, I'll 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 say that Rodney Hood has a higher ceiling because we've had Mo Harkless for like how many years, and we kind <laughs> we kind of hit that ceiling yeah. real hard. Yes, I so. mean, I I liked. I like the the defensive aggressiveness that Mo had, but the guy still can't shoot. Yeah, you know he's. I mean he's he's okay, right? But he's not he's not that three and D guy that we need like like we got in in Covington. Um, you know, and Derek Jones is a great defender too. Um, 
I mean, he's not elite like like Rocco, but you know, he's he's a good defender. Yeah. I think I think Harkless makes a lot of good defensive plays. He's inconsistent offensively. I don't think I don't. I'm not upset with with signing Hood over Mo Harkless. Deal, deal, man. And we got one more signing, which is actually our draft pick, our lone draft pick with C.J. Ellaby. 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 Yeah, Ellaby. Ellaby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know anything about this guy. All I saw was that uh, uh, Jamal Crawford thinks uh, Ellaby is a, a steal at that pick. And and here's the thing, man. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter who we pick in the second round. Yeah. Because with the, the roster as it's currently constructed, the guy's going to be riding the pine anyway. Definitely. Uh, going you know, barring any significant injuries or, you know, COVID issues. It doesn't matter. He's going to be there to learn for the first year or two at least. And, you know, he was in an interview and he said that he was going to go where Brandon Roy played. And any rookie that responds with that kind of answer and is going to Portland. <laughs> Already a Automatic love, dude. <laughs> Automatic love. Because we all have deep love for Brandon Roy. Sure. I hope he's doing well out there. Um, so let's take a look at our starting five. We've got... You got it. Lillard. CJ, Covington, Collins, and Nurkic. Mm-hmm. Then off the bench, we've got Simons, Jones, Hood, Mello, Trent Jr., Cantor. Mm-hmm. Man, and if you go deeper into the bench, you've got Little, Horde, LB, Ellaby, sorry. Do we still have Horde? Or maybe not. Maybe not Horde, huh? I don't know. I, but, but you know, you've got... You've got Giles, yeah. Uh, you know, towards the end of the of the bench here, and I I don't know if that's entirely accurate. I don't I don't know. I know there's there's injury concerns with him, but the guy's ceiling is through the roof. Yeah, I mean this guy. I'm actually super pleased that they took a chance on a flyer like Giles because, I mean, watching this guy at Duke, he was awesome. Yeah, he's good. It's, it's real good. If it, if it weren't for injuries, I mean, we honestly, we probably don't get him yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, the fact that he's on the bench, he could be, you know, behind Cantor, he could be the next big guy off the bench. Yeah. He could be that, that ninth player, eighth player. You just need someone to take minutes off of the big men because they both have injury history. So definitely. And it seems like... And, 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 um, you know, go, going back to Collins, I, not to interrupt you, but going back to Collins, I I was recently debating on on who the starting five would be, especially at that four spot, and uh, you know, because I was thinking, well, who do you go with? Do you go with you put Melo in there? No, because I mean, at that point, you're you're trying to play small ball, but you give up a lot uh, defensively. Yeah. So then, who do you put there? Do you put Covington there and play um, Hood at the three? That could work, but at the same time, Covington's a little undersized, right? Um, then I came up with a conclusion that you have to start Zach Collins. You have to because this is kind of the make it or break it year for him. Right. At least to start the season, you have to start with him because he's he's a seven footer. He's full. I don't know if I should say this on the podcast, but the kid is full of piss and vinegar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's got that that fire inside of him 
He doesn't back down from anybody. Kind of reminds me of a Joel Prisbilla. Um, I think as long as he can stay healthy, this could be one of the best starting fives in the entire league. I think so. I, there's not a lot of holes in this lineup. Um, no, and, 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 and it's it's so... Um, what's the word? <laughs> interchangeable? Yeah, interchangeable. It's it's so like like it, it's a dynamic roster. You yeah. can you can play big. You can you can even throw Cantor out there with Nurk if you wanted. Uh, you can play super small. You can put a lineup of CJ Lillard, Covington, um, Mello, uh, Trent Jr. I mean you you've got so many options. It's versatile. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. Um, th- this roster is. Probably the deepest I have ever seen a Blazers roster in a long time. I think that's the most exciting part is that um, it's super deep. And that to, what makes me excited is that I've always wanted to see uh, Lillard and CJ, especially in crunch time, go for a run and gun style offense. And oh, I yeah. think you have enough forwards and enough, enough athleticism to just run the floor, to just run oh, it. Yeah shoot fast threes get back on defense and they're still long enough to keep up because of all the mm-hmm. forwards you have i mean covington jones hood mellow trent jr those are all solid forwards yeah and- i mean i would consider trent jr more of a shooting guard but i mean he's he's again one of those tweeners that yeah can play the forward as well so i mean you're you're 100 right and then we still don't know what we have with little yeah still don't know yeah, still don't know. And honestly, like playing Little at the five or playing Collins at the five, that suffices because like with mm-hmm. Collins at the five, he could still stretch the floor. He could still shoot a totally. three. So it just opens up the lanes. I think I think Olshay did a great job this offseason. A plus, man. I, I would give him an A plus for the first time. Yeah. Since he's been here. I mean he's he's finally doing what it takes to give the Blazers a legitimate shot. Yeah, what's what's awesome is that he didn't wait for like any big fancy splashes. He did a nope. bunch of like medium slash well signings. He just he just did smart and signings. Made us man. Really he made deep. smart moves. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Definitely smart moves. And you think about I guess just the Western Conference in general. Um mm-hmm. about the teams that we're in competition with pretty much for playoff mm-hmm. spots um i'm looking at like multiple acquisitions and departures of each team you know we have the mm-hmm. lakers clippers nuggets rockets thunder jazz the list goes on yeah i mean let's let's talk about how stupid the lakers are right now oh my god and, and when i say stupid i mean they're gonna be stupid good stupid good Stu- well let's let's talk about them last how about that all right, we'll, we'll go. All right. We'll go with them last. We'll push it. Um, so I mean, the Mavericks. I didn't really see them really improving. The Jazz, Thunder. I mean, what what are we really talking about here? The Rockets. They seem like they're in like turmoil because what they're gonna. They seem like they're in rebuilding mode. Rebuilding man. Rebuilding mode. They're thinking about shipping off Harden. Westbrook is unhappy. Well, I don't know if they're thinking about shipping off Harden as much as Harden's wanting out. Exactly. Oh, I mean, that's as worse. That's as bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's as bad. Um, and then like the Nuggets, maybe. I mean, they're they're still deep. 
you know, the Nuggets are still going to be good, even though they lost Torrey Craig, Mason Plumlee, Jeremy Grant. There's, I mean, they did, did they re-sign Millsap? Yeah, they did. Okay, so they got Millsap. They still have Will Barton, Jamal Murray, the Joker, yeah. Gary Harris, Michael Porter Jr. They'll still be good. And and you got to give some love to Bull Bull. What's up? But, I mean, they're, I think they're still going to be a dangerous team. I mean, you, they... You can't take anything away from them as long as they have Jamal Murray and the Joker on the roster. Right, right. And I I would mention the Warriors, but with, like, the Clay injury, I don't think they're going to be doing much of anything. I know they signed, like, Kelly Oubre. I don't think uh, – their, their ceiling is probably capped at maybe, like, something low seeding. Um, you know, I, I think they'll find a way to make it into the playoffs. I mean, yeah. you, still, you still got Steph. You know, you still got uh, uh, Draymond. Um, yeah, Steve Kerr. <laughs> there's Steve a, Kerr. There's a chance. There's a chance. I mean, I they, mean, did Steve Kerr ever coach a team that didn't have any talent on it? <laughs> shots, <laughs> like, shots like all-star fired. talent? <laughs> shots fired, yo. I'm just saying, man. Uh, I guess we will did see. Did that guy ever not have a loaded team? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> and let's see. Um, so with the Clippers, this is where things get kind of interesting. So sixth man of the year, Montrez Harrell, um, heart and soul of that team. Yeah, definitely. He is shipped off, or rather, not shipped off. He signed somewhere else. Um, so the Clippers lose Montrez Harrell, but they acquire um, Serge Ibaka. That is a great placeholder for Montrez Harrell. Yeah, I think I think I think they lucked out getting Ibaka. I think he's gonna he's gonna shore up the the rebounding that they lost with Montrez. Um, it's just yeah, I, you know Serge is good. I, I like I like Serge, but he doesn't have the heart like like Montrez has. Right, and the fact that Serge Ibaka would like already has a championship ring with Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You have a connection there. You already have uh, something established, like chemistry-wise. Um, yeah. So I think that was a great signing by the Clippers. And then the evil empire, <laughs> the Los mm-hmm. Angeles Lakers. They are absolutely loaded. Loaded. They are loaded. And I thought the Blazers won free agency until yesterday. Yeah. I thought they legitimately won free agency. Um, until they acquired, oh my gosh! Okay, so the Lakers starts off. They they acquire Montrez Harrell, mm-hmm. six man of the year. You think about when you reflect on that um, on that team, you always questioned, well, what are they getting from their bench? Mm-hmm. And they go out and get the six man of the year. That's insane! So stupid. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> Such a smart signing. And then they also go out and get Dennis Schroeder. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be such a great person to have for them as well. Well, I mean, they lost Rondo, right? So they'd have to shore up the backup. Well, is that is he the backup point? I think he's going to start. Probably. Yeah, I think he's going to start. I, I don't even know who the guards are for that, that team right now. All I know is that forward-wise, they're freaking stacked yeah i don't know who else is on there either i think they have maybe another signing in them i know um mm-hmm. oh they picked up west matthews west matthews yep they also picked up him 
And then they also and that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I still have mad love from Wes Matthews though. Oh yeah, how could yeah. you not? And then they also went out and got Mark Gasol, which was yeah, um, pretty much the the nail in the coffin for the Blazers potentially having the best offseason out of any team. Um, the yep. Lakers went out and did the, and did it. I mean, the only people that re- they really lost was Danny Green, who wasn't playing that well in playoffs. Rondo, um, who really only shows up in the playoffs. Yeah. And then Dwight Howard, which was like a weird thing. I don't Garbage. know if you saw that. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that whole like <laughs> Dwight Howard thing, but he had uh, no. like tweeted, um, "I'm coming back to the Lakers." Oh yeah, I did see that. <laughs> he deleted it. <laughs> well, you know, we, we don't know the story. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, maybe maybe he was thinking he was gonna get another shot, and then they decided not to throw money his way. I guess I don't know. I heard that. I guess he got the impression that he was gonna be offered a contract by the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never said like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're offering you a contract." So then he just like <laughs> tweeted it out without like hitting up his agent. <laughs> like, I am going to the Lakers, guys. <laughs> and the the agents like, uh, what the hell? Uh, like, we don't even no, got a not. contract offered, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, you are retired. <laughs> so ridiculous anyway so after kind of reflecting on that do you still think the lakers are at the top of the western conference they have to be man they they still have braun i mean they're they're gonna have ad i I don't know if he signed yet or not but because didn't he opt out of his his yeah he had a player option he's technically a free agent but i think it's more of cap manipulation stuff yeah yeah so they're gonna have ad they're gonna have braun i mean they it's hard not to say they're going to be up there, especially with the addition, the new additions. I mean, they're going to be there. Yes, they're going to be the number one team to beat again. Yeah, I think I think um, the AD thing is is cap manipulation. I think he's just saying that he's a free agent, and then he's going to see whatever like money is left over, so that they could like mm-hmm. give him the rest of it, like all of it. Um, yeah. So he. But will you know what though? Be I, I think even though they're going to be at the top of the list, you. I don't think you fear them as much if you're the Blazers. I don't think so either. Some of those games in the playoffs when we were in a seven-game series, they were pretty tight. They were. Um, they were. I know there were a few games where we kind of got blown out, but I think it's because you had bench players playing in starting roles. And yeah. now if you get, like, you know, the the new firepower that we have now, I think we right. could run with them. Right. Um, yeah, and, and, and I think... I think we still might have some issues with Denver. Yeah. You know, they're going to be they're going to be top 4 again. Uh Clippers are still going to be good even though they lost Montrez, they're still going to be good. Yeah. Um I I my prediction right now top 4 are going to be Lakers, Blazers, Clippers, uh Denver. You know what? If we're going to do predictions, I'm going to I'm going to go with the same four but probably in a different order. I think Lakers and Clippers are still at the top. And then I'm going to yeah. go Blazers and then Nuggets. See, I think I think I think the Blazers will knock off the Clippers. I guess I, I think they're, you know, I love the fact that nobody ever gives Portland the the credit that it's due and uh No. Watch us come out as the top seed. 
<laughs> and I would love that. Absolutely love that. But hey, I think we haven't done this in a while, Tim. But I think it's time for giving props. All right. Bring it on. And just as a reminder, giving props is our segment in which we give kudos or applause to a certain situation, a story, or person. And so, Tim, I want to know if you give props. So here's our first story. Greg Oden was recently in an interview with TMZ Sports, and he was giving financial advice to the new to the new rookies entering the NBA. Okay. In general, do you give Greg Oden props for giving advice to rookies? I mean, yes. You have to give props to that. I mean, this guy's doing his due diligence to uh, protect the the next generation of ballers, right? Right. Uh, I'm sure. I, I mean, I've never been in this situation before, where I have yeah. millions of upon millions of dollars uh, that I don't even know what to do with, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean obviously, obviously, there are going to be certain expenses you have to pay for, but at the same time, like, how long does a does an average NBA career last? Maybe five years. Yeah, I think maybe even less. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that enter the league that don't last even like one or two years. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you got to give this guy props, man. I mean, this guy has been through trials and tribulations like none of us could imagine. Right. Uh, especially, I mean, I, I'm sure especially financially. Um, but he he made things work, right? And I'm sure he's learned from his experience, and he's just passing down his knowledge, man. I think that's a great thing. So kudos to Greg Oden. And he said one of the most ridiculous things that he bought was a Dodge Charger. Mm-hmm. And he said that he spent hella money fixing his trunk. So when you what? opened the trunk... You had like speakers glowing and like you had like different <laughs> panels that would like move around, I guess, whenever he opened it. Uh, no. And he said like when the veterans saw what he had purchased, they looked at him and they were just like Oh. They like <laughs> they like weren't even impressed. Dude, that's messed up. If you had <laughs> What do you think you would do with your first check? If you if Sorry, non-sensible. Non-sensible purchase. Non-sensible purchase answers only. Oh, that's a good question. I mean... I feel like I'm a sensible kind of guy. But... Okay. Okay. Maybe in my early 20s... I mean, I'm spending it probably on parties. Strip club? I'm throwing a crazy party. I didn't say that, but probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sure there would be, there would have been a couple unsavory activities, sure. Yeah. Uh, but I I mean I think I would probably go out and buy a crazy car for sure. I mean that would that would probably be my first purchase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think besides I, I would probably do the taking, same thing. Yeah. I mean besides taking care of family, you know, but like right. you know you pay off. That's, are you talking like before I even get my first check like him? Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah, it would be a car for sure. Yeah, I think it'd be a car. Or I would 
buy a PS5 from third-party sellers because they're impossible to get. <laughs> or are you talking these days? <laughs> <laughs> All right, for our next story, um, Governor Kate Brown orders a 14-day freeze in Oregon. People, you know, will continue to social distance and stores will be closed during that time. And Damian Lillard came through with an IG post. And he said that it's going to be hard for local businesses and that uh, his Toyota would like to help out by inviting every restaurant in McMinnville, Oregon to drop by and to sell them a $100 gift card during the 14-day freeze. So with Governor Kate Brown and Dame Lillard, do you give them props? Uh, both of them? Yeah. Uh, I think I give... Uh, Governor Brown props because she's trying to do whatever she can to uh, keep the the masses safe. You know, this this um, virus is something that we haven't seen in a long time, right? And definitely not in uh, any of our lifetimes. Right. And uh, you know, I, I I'll give I'll give her props for it. I mean, we we still don't know what the end game is. You know, yeah. we don't we don't know we don't know how to. How to fix it yet uh but you know we all have to do our part and try and and kind of curb the the spikes in the in the um contractions and in and deaths you know and, and and that's you know another thing is it's not just the deaths that that affect people it's it's the long-term issues that come away with it so you know, I, I, I give Kate Brown props. Um, yeah. As far as Dame is concerned, uh, yeah, I mean, this guy's got a new business, right? He's got he's to gotta do something to... I'm sure these gift cards are going to be used in some sort of promo for his, his dealership, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to help out those local uh, area restaurants, that, that, that's awesome, man. Because if there's one... Uh, industry that's probably going to be hurt the most by the virus and the lockdowns and everything. It's going to be the restaurant industry. Oh, hands down. Uh, I mean, they they survive off of this season alone. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And like someone like Dame Lillard, he literally doesn't have to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that he is... Like we but have we see to it time and time again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to give yeah. him props, and we're, we're lucky to have Dame Lillard. All right, for our next story, I have is Grizzlies star Ja Morant mm-hmm. met with someone really famous in Memphis. Okay. His name is Ja Raff <laughs> from the Memphis Zoo. Ja Raff, the giraffe. Ja- Wait, <laughs> is this is this like a like a, a like a full grown draft or like a like is this like a new draft like since he's been there? Like, like did they did they have this? It is a baby. Okay, baby giraffe, jaw raff. Okay, I was gonna say, did did somebody like foresee Ja Morant going to Memphis and was like, well, I'm gonna name this, <laughs> I'm gonna name this a prophecy, baby giraffe, jaw. <laughs> This is the next baby giraffe named Giannis. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, but do, okay. you give, do you give Memphis Zoo props for naming their giraffe Jaw? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. 
Morant. Dude, they're going to be best buddies. So here's a little <laughs> nugget for you, too. So in a video, John Morant, um, I guess he was like on IG Live or something like that. And uh, he was looking right, right at the giraffe with the camera. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, I'll dunk on you. If I'm ever, then he said to his friends, if I'm ever in a dunk contest, I'll take that giraffe with me and dunk over him. <laughs> he knows it's going to grow, right? <laughs> like, like, there's not going to be another dunk contest for like another six months. <laughs> I don't think this giraffe is going to be 14 feet tall. <laughs> That's a detail I didn't even think of. <laughs> like, that is great because like... I would love it for him to be like hella surprised. Like he just thinks like the babe, like the giraffe is the same size. <laughs> Dude, I would love it for all of us to be surprised and John Morant vaults over a 14 foot giraffe. Oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not humanly possible. <laughs> all right. It sounds like we're giving props to all of this, all of these stories. It's a great way to start off this season of the busted bucket podcast. And I just want to say, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Keep reaching out to us. Keep giving us ideas because we love them. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the engagement that we've had so far. We appreciate it so much. And, you know, we're going to keep talking about this season, keep talking about free agency. Um, If you guys want us to talk about any particular topics, just hit us up. For sure. For sure. We'll do our best to throw it in, Uh, especially if it's a a tasty piece of... uh, content so tasty i don't know why i said tasty (laughs) (laughs) well that's it for this episode don't forget to rate follow and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying stay safe out there portland we'll catch you next time on the busted bucket podcast